go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who I'm picking? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never. What's up, everybody? Hey, Dog Nation. This is Jeff Sintel. Uh, Dog Nation Wednesday Night Live before the hedges. We're trying out our new uh, restream feature, which means. I know you guys are looking where I'm looking, but my heads up display for all you gamers out there. I've got all the comments kind of right here on the right panel. Um, pretty slick, man. So I've got, uh, I think Clarence Dawson uh, was the first one I see. I saw Rodney White, Jackson Enrique, uh, Pete Ellis. How are you doing in that, man? A lot of folks, a lot of folks. And I'm getting YouTube and uh, Crow King. I see you, sir. Uh, lots of people coming in. Eric Patton wants me to turn this ship around. Man, the ship is just fine. Uh, lot to get into, especially for a fellow like me who, if I seem a, a little a little golden right now, it's because I spent the last four or five days in uh, in Mexico on a. Uh, I did a uh, trip for my wife's birthday. Uh, it was mostly uh, couples only, so that was some good time. George Wigley, that's some news right there. First of all, George, if you want some news, man, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, major overhaul, major. Uh, Keith Folds, how are you? Shane Guy, Crow King. Um, moves things, man. I feel like I'm doing three or four things today at once, catching up with everything that happens uh, over about four, maybe three three or four of those five days being unplugged. Uh, God, I'm going to tell you right up front, this is a radical overhaul, the top targets list. Um We've got a, a lot to get to in this show. I think the main thing, uh, guys like Earl Smith, Chris Slim White, Kevin Cook, uh, everybody wants to see Joe Saxon from uh, Aiken, uh, South Carolina, just outside, just across the uh, South Carolina, uh, Georgia uh, border. <clears throat> so two things are going on right now. Two things I think that are kind of intersecting. Um and I think the first one of these is, uh, man, there's three or four things to talk about here. But the first thing, the first thing I'll say to this is that Georgia's defensive line recruiting, um, which was once considered probably a strength because of four or five names uh, in the 2022 cycle, is now uh, very much, and I want to say that word, I don't want to say that word, is very much under construction is what I'm going to say right there. I think, first of all, um, there are a couple things that need to happen before I would, before I would expect to see a guy like uh, Barry Alexander come back to the class. Uh, very dubious, very unlikely that those happen at all. Uh, Mikael Williams, everybody knows that. If you guys uh, haven't been paying attention recently, Mikael Williams, Michael Williams, um, he uh, commits abruptly after an official visit to uh, USC uh, this week. And also, you know, Mikael Williams has a half brother that's already on the USC campus. That's one thing when you start thinking about, you know, how this comes together to be. Um, that's one thing that I guess SC had going for it. The other thing is I think SC had a much more stronger, robust, uh, we're ready to take you evaluation uh, than Georgia did for a lot of its defensive line targets. And I mean, um, so the other thing I want to kind of bring in the intersection here of what's going on is I, I think, when we saw a name like Aaron Bryant take an official visit with that first weekend, the three-star defensive tackle out of Mississippi, uh, basically off one season of film at defensive tackle. I think that said something. I think that said about, you know, the way Georgia valued 
uh, Aaron Bryant in its evaluation. And then the official visits for Michael Williams, Christian Miller, uh, even a guy like Tyree West, those were slanted to come out, come in later in the fall. Um, the other thing that Georgia fans should be aware of is, you know, this new, um, I think the word unprecedented gets to use, uh, <laughs> gets to use. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep up with all these uh, <laughs> lots and lots of comments. And when, when you see them both all at once, it is a um, conga line of uh, comments coming forward. But let me see if I can get this rep out here. Uh, right now, I think the definition of even committed uh, on even the current classes uh, the current classes, uh, definition of the word committed. I think that's kind of interpretive. Uh, for example, we're going to get to, I think I got a graphic built later for this show, but we we've got a situation where I think Georgia has a situation where, um, out of all the commits in their class, there's seven current commits in the class, 10 commits in the class. And there's seven of them that have, that have basically decided, yeah, I'm committed and I'm not visiting. The three that are committed and visiting other places, Tyree West, Marquise Groves, Killebrew, and even C.J. Washington. Uh, C.J. Washington, uh, you know, Northwest Georgia boy, got great old school values, great old school roots. Well, he even took a visit to check out um, LSU recently, and LSU gave him something to think about. Uh, Marquise Groves, Killebrew is going to visit uh, this week as this week as well. I believe he's in Michigan uh, in the middle of this month. Um, and Tyree West, who's been in a lot of places so far. Uh, the thing about the defensive line recruiting I want to kind of pepper in here is that um, it is no secret that uh, – no secret that – it was never made a secret to me is that uh, – you know, Texas dog, I see all this stuff today. Um, yeah, I think none of, this, none of this really is certain until they sign their national letter of intent. Uh, it's funny how NLI and NIL get confused these days, but um, Christian Miller, Tyree West, uh, Michael Williams, uh, even Quayshon Sapp, those guys were really close, really close throughout the pandemic. And those guys uh, all wanted to play together. And I don't think Georgia, I think it's safe to say that I don't think Georgia um, evaluated them at the same levels. And uh, recruits pay attention to that. Recruits notice that. Um, and you, you, you have a situation there where, uh, you know, Travis Shaw becomes a huge name for Georgia in, in the defensive line recruiting uh, aspect. That's the five-star who will be in town on an official visit this weekend. Um, huge, huge is our um, – guys, I don't know if I can, I can say this without just simply saying it. Georgia is going to host uh, at least six official visitors this weekend from the same high school program. Uh, six official visitors from IMG Academy, at least six official visitors. Um, I think what George is trying to do now is they're trying, uh, you've seen this a lot with Kirby Smart's classes, as they look at what they have on the defensive line front and they look at what they signed last year with uh, Marlon Dean, uh, Tyrion Ingram Dawkins, and then uh, Jonathan Jefferson. And, um, what they're looking to find in this class is guys that will push or um, have the potential to play above those guys, to replace those guys. That's the way Georgia recruits. So they're looking very specifically at certain guys. Now, I think I think Bear Alexander was a guy that, you know, everybody's going to say that, you know, th there's this narrative out there that, like, 
um, Georgia wasn't really going as hard after those guys. I mean, you, you see reports in the media this week that I think Walter Nolan had a had a had a thought he shared with another uh, a recruiting outlet that Walter Nolan said that he was going to uh, he 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 ripped off the uh, he ripped off shared off excuse me something's going on my my desktop there he shared the names of the five schools that were recruiting him the hardest and Georgia wasn't one of those names Florida was in there I believe. Um, Missouri was in there, I believe. Um, that just shows worth, attention, value, priority, status on the board, that sort of thing. Um, so you've got, uh, I think the, one, of the, one, of the, one of the high points I wanted to hit in our show opening is um, a, lot of, a lot of, you know, like I said, there's seven guys in the class that are, that, are, that are committed and not going anywhere. Let me just highlight those guys real fast. I think it'll come up later in our show, but – when I mean not going anywhere, that means they're not visiting anywhere. And for me, that is kind of a, the only definition you can apply right now of a guy that's uh, committed, solid, hard commitment. First one of those, Malachi Starks. Uh, second one of those, Gunnar Stockton. Third one of those, Jalen Walker. Uh, the fourth one of those, uh, I'm trying to go in order of maybe their recruiting rankings. That's Darius Smith, uh, the young man out of Appling County, the six foot six guy that a lot of folks feel that um, is kind of tucked away and hidden uh, in Georgia's 2022 recruiting class. Another guy that's not visiting anywhere is Denylan Morissette. Uh, man, that guy is a stalwart. Uh, we've mentioned on a show, I think the last show, that uh, Morissette was going after guys crazy, um, like crazy and recruiting them like he had a polo sh shirt and was a member of the Georgia recruiting staff. Uh, Brett Thorson's not visiting anywhere in Australia. If he was taking other visits to other schools in the SEC, that would certainly be news and would probably be indicative of how wild and crazy this class is. But uh, Thorson's not visiting anywhere. Neither is Jordan James. Those are the three that are – those are the seven names. that I, I wouldn't say we're going to denigrate the ones that are visiting, especially coming out of the pandemic. I'm not about that. I don't think most people should be about that. But I think the, the seven that say they're committed and act like they're committed and remain committed. I know you guys are looking for the fan base is looking for guys that uh, guys to trumpet and guys to really start thinking. You know who are the who are the really who are the really strong bulldogs already in this class. The ones to get really excited about. I think young men that are showing that level of commitment already um, certainly will do that. I think Sam Hazeltine. I see I see your questions, uh, Sam. I think they're going to have ninety three thousand. Uh, ninety three thousand for uh, all the games. Yeah, Crow King, nah, Malachi is all about that. Uh, Jalen is all about that. Jalen Walker is another guy that's all about that. Um, uh, good question, Anthony White. What do I think is going on, Jeff? Do I think the dogs really have a chance with Travis Shaw? Travis Shaw just dropped his uh, top four top four on the list. I think it's North Carolina, Georgia, Clemson, and uh, – Yeah, restream. We've we've already hit we've already hit uh, hundred messages so far. Uh, Randy Hall, I think Ty West is paying a lot of attention to what's happening with both um, Christian Miller and uh, Michael Williams, and uh, he is definitely uh, he's definitely taking his visits. Man, he's trying to go go ahead and see what's going on. Jordan Bowman showing a lot of confidence from. Uh, um, Travis Shaw, I guess he's a Clemson Tigers reporter. 
I mean, supporter, excuse me. Uh, you know, he, man, they're showing up everywhere. That's crazy. Um, trying to play along with this. And yeah, the last one was North Carolina A&T. Trevor Bond wants to know about Shamar Stewart. First of all, Shamar Stewart had a great visit, um, unofficial visit to Georgia this weekend. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him come back again real soon. Uh, Shamar Stewart is a young man that uh, it's going to take a long time to make his decision. I think he'll come back to Georgia for an official uh, visit in the fall. Um, <laughs> yeah, Crow King one two three is comparing notes here. So I think that, that the first thing to go about this is like okay, the defensive line board. Like, you know, who's going to be the ideal defensive line close? I think the ideal would include Barry Alexander in there. Um, I think I think Travis Shaw would be a guy that would be ideal. Uh, you see a name like Aaron Bryant; he's going to pop up a lot. Uh, I think there's just some there's just something there with Aaron Bryant the way he feels about Georgia, the way Georgia feels about Aaron Bryant. Um, Aaron still told me last time we spoke that he's about two months away from uh, making his decision. Uh, Steve Rogers, you do not hear peaches. Uh, Clarence Dawson, everybody's looking for peaches. Uh, Chad Buchanan, uh, man, you're bringing up a name that we'll finally bring up in this, uh, in this space as well. I think, uh, I think there's been something with George, with Georgia and Jaheim Singletary. And I think it's been, there's been something, uh, for quite some time. I think if you guys hear, uh, sometimes I've mentioned things about a five-star flip, a five-star uh, cornerback. That's the uh, that's the young man I was talking about. Man, lots of lots of this is just crazy interfacing with all these guys. Um, you know, Trevor Braun brings up Kojo uh, Antwi. Kojo Antwi just visited uh, Texas A&M and then also uh, uh, Alabama uh, since we last spoke. Uh, huge visit for him. I think the the Alabama. The Alabama visit is also very important because, guys, let's be real. Let's be fair here. I don't really know how, uh, besides the fact that Alabama stacked up four top 100 receivers, don't know really how Georgia can compete at the moment uh, unless they just explore opportunities um, with a guy like Kojo Antwi. And there's also uh, – also, uh, oh, wow. Um So, sorry, I just got a lot. I got a lot of stuff coming in on my phone right now. It never stops, guys. Um, yeah, Jeremy Barbary makes a good point. That's a defensive class of uh, about the uh, all potential five stars coming in now. Now, let me see that. You know, let me see the message I had from Kojo recently about you know kind of how things went down was um, with Georgia. You know, he said. I think just going over my notes, he, he said Georgia blew him away with a family environment, really blew him away with a family environment. And uh, the big thing, and you, you folks want to hear this about Kojo and especially, but Kojo said that um, he really feels like Georgia's going to open up and throw the ball more, that Georgia's going to become a – yeah, Tennille, I'm very confused with you on YouTube right now, but um, – Hopefully it's not any sort of uh, Facebook jail or whatever, but um, he, Kojo and Tui, uh, they are definitely convinced uh, that they're going to throw the ball more. He had a lot of fun with guys like George Pickens, uh, Kendall Milton, a lot of the storylines that you guys are hearing about guys coming back, um, coming back quick from some of their rehabs and some of their injuries. It's kind of right on point. Uh, 
me see. So let's, I mean, look, guys, I wanted, I had like, listen, I, I sat there and reworked the top targets list. Took me, it took me more than a minute. It took me about an hour or so to, to put that one together. Normally they're much, much, much easier to do. Uh, so let's take a look right now. I think one of the things I want to start with, we're going to get to all this. We're going to get to what the official visitors look like for this weekend. We're going to get to, um, uh, what, what the top targets now look like, but, um, Jeremy Barbary, correct. Georgia needs to find some, uh, high ranked receivers. Uh, Brett Hunter, I want to ask you this. Did you, I thought it was kind of curious. I don't know how much, how you guys will take this, but did you guys see that? Um, let's kind of go through the line here. And I'll let you guys uh, infer from some of these uh, some of these breadcrumbs I'm leaving on the recruiting trail. Uh, Branson Robinson did not take the official visit to the elite retreat in Clemson over the weekend. Um, that was going to be an unofficial visit. And also Alabama, we see now Alabama has taken two running backs already in this cycle as well. So um, interesting to think about right there. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, so let's take a look at it. We got, we got top targets. I, let me see if I can pull up my notes here. Um, this is version 6.3. Uh, I feel like this is a very, uh, a very unique way to look at that. So we, we have 16. I'm going to tell you this right off the bat. There are five new names in this list. That means five came out. That means five go on. Number, number 16, the number one we'll start with. I thought he looked very sleek and stylish. Uh, Shamar Stewart in the Georgia White, uh, Whites. And I think Shamar Stewart, I, I, I know you guys want, want to know what that visit was about. Uh, my information has that um, Shamar Stewart, um, the five-star, uh, Shamar came in on an unofficial visit in the middle of the week and when his team came in for a seven-on-seven session. Of course, Shamar Stewart did not take place, take part in that seven-on-seven, but he did uh, visit Georgia. He the photos on his Instagram are great. Very rare to see a young man wear the white jersey. Uh, I can tell you this. A lot of recruits I talk to, they, 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 there's peaches. There you go. A lot of recruits I talk to, they tell me that um, those white jerseys aren't even available. So I think Georgia really, really wanted to show him some um, alpha-type characteristics or a, uh, deep, or a definite um, you're different, you're special. Uh, number 14, uh, uh, Steve Horde, man. Sorry to hear about your surgery. Uh, Derek Neal Jefferson. I don't know if Georgia's recruiting momentum stopped the moment Nick Williams left. Um, you know, Nick's a great recruiter. He's an ace. He's very good at what he does. But uh, I think somehow Georgia's recruiting will be just fine. Um, I think somehow the, the new facilities that they've added will be just as important in Georgia's momentum. Um, number 15, that's Shalik Knotts. That's the wide receiver. Uh Top 100, top 70 level receiver, Shalik Knotts, uh, out of Monroe High School in Monroe, North Carolina. Uh, number 14, another wide receiver, Andre Green Jr., out of Richmond, Virginia. Be very important to watch. Uh, you know, Clemson was always the school to watch there for Andre Green Jr. Andre finally get, got the – he worked out and he camped at Clemson and earned the official visit. Now I think that's going to be a question of Andre Green about, you know, how much he feels about – the way George has prioritized him, how he feels about UGA, the facilities, uh, what George is doing in the name and image and likeness front that's impressive to a lot of guys. I think Andre Green is a guy you start thinking about got to get. And I would say uh, I would say that uh, Antwi, Kojo Antwi, 
uh, Andre Green, Shalik Knott. It's going to be hard to get super duper excited about Georgia's wide receiver recruiting in this class without one of those three names and without two of those three names as well. Um, number 13, this young man is in town this weekend. I think he has officially visited Florida already. He's, he just got through his official visit to Oregon already. Um, Georgia comes up this weekend as well. He's got a couple more planned after that as well. Um, that's Tyler Booker, the offensive lineman out of IMG Academy. I think he's the number 42 overall prospect in the country. Uh, yeah, uh, Jeremy Barbary says uh, all three. Crow King wants to know about Evan Stewart. There's a surprise for you, man. Evan Stewart is not on that, not on this list at this time. Look where the name pops up here. Aaron Bryant, the three-star defensive tackle uh, out of South Haven, Mississippi. Aaron Bryant uh, makes this list. And number 11, this is a guy that's committed to another program, Jaheim Singletary, Jacksonville, Florida, Ohio State commitment. Uh, he's going to ex he's expected to be in town this this weekend to visit Athens on an, on, a, on an official visit. Uh, number 10, five-star defensive end outside linebacker Jeremiah Alexander. Um, if our gentleman that's representing the, the purple and the Paul pride uh, is still with us, I'm sure he will be pointing the finger squarely at Jeremiah Alexander. I think Alexander uh, is a school, the Alabama and Clemson. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, a lot of kissy faces. I guess that would say that a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of uh, loving glances between one another. There's some affection between both parties there right now with Jeremiah Alexander. Uh, number nine is Kojo Antwi, uh, so talented wide receiver out of Sewanee, Georgia. I know most of you that are in this space every week, watching out and hanging out with us, know you'd like to see more wide receivers a little bit higher up in the board. Um, that's the current momentum that I see at this time. Moving on, um, the other eight, the eight names on the list, you'll see some more of those familiar names. Uh, you will you will you will also see some names that are no longer uh, a part of this top top 16 at this time. Uh, five star athlete Keon Sab. He's again officially visiting this weekend. Again, he's the nation's number uh, two athlete right now. Uh, some good news. I, I guess you guys would call it good news. Malachi Stark's got a um, a re ranking um, through the composite structure. Uh, Malachi moved up to uh, the nation's number one athlete, rightfully so. Number 21 overall prospect uh, makes Keon Sab the nation's number two athlete. Uh, Danny Dennis Sutton out of Owing, Owing, Owings Mills, Maryland. He visited uh, on the second weekend, not this past weekend. Um, uh, Danny, he's not coming in this weekend. He visited on this past weekend. Excuse me. Danny Dennis Sutton out of uh, Maryland. Uh, and I White, another guy that visited um, on the, uh, the second weekend. Let me back up a second. Danny Dennis Sutton visited on the first weekend with all those offensive players. And I White visited this past weekend um, out of Emetep in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Number five, uh, he's still there, former uh, Georgia commitment, Dayon Bowie out of Bainbridge in Bainbridge, Georgia. Uh, number four, Oscar Delp, uh, the tight end out of West Forsyth. I think Oscar is currently visiting a midweek official visit uh, to Michigan at this time. Uh, Delp has already taken official visits to Georgia and Florida. I'll tell you, it was interesting seeing Delp in all those all blue colors, the blue pants and the blue Florida jersey. Uh, number three, another official visitor this weekend. This guy is not out of uh, um, this guy is not out of IMG Academy. This is Travis Shaw. If somebody wanted to say, arguably now he becomes uh, easily the number one or number two guy on the list, I would say that. Uh, I would say that I would that would be a very a very popular opinion and opinion that uh, would be a solid one. 
because um, a lot of folks will feel that way, especially because of what Georgia needs to do with the defensive tackle position. Uh, I keep seeing some questions about uh, about Big Bear Alexander. At this time, uh, I think there are a couple things that need to happen uh, for Georgia to get really back into the class or into the race for Big Bear Alexander. And right now, those I don't see those things happening. I think it would be uh, I think it would be uphill for Georgia to get back with Big Bear Alexander at this time. Um, number uh, two, Kamari Wilson. He also visited Florida recently as well. Uh, Kamari, I uh, wouldn't be surprised if he tried to sneak up to Athens and take an unofficial visit with all these uh, IMG Academy athletes that are all in town on their official visits. But Kamari Wilson was planning to take his official visit uh, in the fall. And number one on the list, uh, Branson Robinson. I think he would win a weightlifting contest. I think he would win a. Uh, I think he would win a uh, a lot of contests with uh, guys in the class of twenty twenty two. That would be uh, one Branson Robinson. We dropped a little thought or two about Branson. Be interesting to see if he takes the Tennessee official visit this weekend, and then also follows that up with another official visit to. Uh, excuse me. Alabama and Tennessee over the next two weekends. And then if he does um, make that decision to visit uh, LSU and gets that one set up as well. Uh, we got some other names to know. Uh, seems like we're going over everybody from IMG Academy. These are two guys that are going to be in town this week. Uh, uh, four-star defensive end, Jihad Campbell. Jihad Campbell took a good look at uh, Ohio State uh, recently already this month. Dalen Everett, I think he's listed here on the graphic as a five-star, but he just lost his fifth star. Um, another cornerback out of IMG Academy. And for really for Everett, it's Clemson, North Carolina, and Georgia. He's really got a final three there. Jacob Hood, six foot eight. Um, he, he tells me uh, Georgia is recruiting him hard enough, but not as hard as other schools. I think Miami, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, those schools are all recruiting jo Jacob a little bit harder. He does talk to Georgia a couple times a week. Uh, he did have a great time, it looked like, at his on his official visit this past weekend. He was – Really, really looking forward to it. Jacob Hood said uh, prior to the visit, he told me that he basically ran up the up and down the list of all the family members that would love uh, for him to become a Georgia Bulldog. He's got a lot of family in Fayetteville and in the uh, greater Atlanta area. Um, Addison Nichols, he was an official visitor uh, to Georgia the first weekend. He officially visited um, uh, Florida this past weekend. I think he's got Ohio State at least Ohio State and Southern Cal left. Jake Pope um, just got through an official visit to North Carolina. That's the safety out of Buford. Uh, Quayshon Sapp, he visited Georgia this week as well. Uh, that was an unofficial visit um, out of Lee County. He's the one that showed up with the Chucky doll as well. And then another name I think we just probably should put here, because if you ask me honestly to say like what I think is going to happen with Georgia – in the, uh, in the offensive line class. I think they're going to get some guys that are, you'd call them late bloomers. You would call them a Georgia Bulldog evaluation. But Griffin Scroggs, now he's at uh, Grayson now. He was at Buford. Really liked the makeup of this young man, how he worked to, to camp and get an offer, uh, especially when he knew that um, he had to perform well at Georgia's camps um, in order to uh, in order to uh, earn an invitation and earn an offer, and he did so. When he really had like, you know, that Eminem song, you got one shot, you got one opportunity. Uh, and he did a lot of that. You know, I was curious to learn a lot about Griffin's thoughts on Georgia. Didn't really have a dream school. He said his two top schools now when I recently spoke to him are uh, Georgia and Georgia Tech. Very nice, very pleasant, very uh, down to earth young man to talk to. He's he's seen more of as a center guard type. 
Um, although he did play a lot of tackle for Grayson, the defending uh, 7A state champions in Georgia. Uh, Georgia and Georgia Tech were his dream schools. Um, he's still going to take some time, I think. It sounds like he's going to take some time before he makes any sort of uh, big decisions. Uh, Timelines for 2022 targets. Um, Quachon Sapp is going to make his decision on July the 3rd. Uh, July the 5th, the much uh, um, the highly skilled and talented Kojo Antwi, he's going to be in town on uh, – he's going to be making his decision on July the 5th. Uh, Oscar Delp is September the 30th. That is the last one that you have. It's scheduled among the major targets for Georgia. Georgia is still at number four. Uh, in the class ranking with 10 commits, three offense, six defense, one special teams, seven in-state, three out-of-state. Malachi Starks is the only five-star. Um, I'm going to show you this list right here, and it's just impressive right now. From the weekend, weekend of June 18th to June the 20th, look at these names that are going to be in town. I guess i got to separate them from three and six, three guys that are uh, scheduled or anticipated to be in Athens this weekend. Um, there's the non-IMG Academy class of 2022 guys. That would be Travis Shaw, number nine overall, Jaheim Singletary, number 13 overall, and Jalen Walker, number 46 overall. Folks, that would be a granddaddy long legs, a very major, robust, impressive, gangbuster type official visit weekend right there. But look at these names down below. It's six names from the uh, class of 2022 at IMG Academy. Keon, Stab, Keon Sab is the five-star cornerback. Dalen Everett is just off the margin right there in the five-star status. Four-star offensive lineman Tyler Booker, who has known Georgia for so long and loved the thought of playing for Georgia for so long. Catron uh, Allen, that's the fat man that played with Lavoisier Carroll at IMG Academy. He's also expected to be in town on an official visit. The big-time defensive end, Jahad Campbell. I think not, not, enough, has been, not enough has been made about um, – uh, about Jihad Campbell with uh, when you look at uh, when you look at you know Danny Dennis Sutton, you look at Darius, Darius Smith, you look at uh, Anai White, you look at Shamar Stewart. There's a lot of options for Georgia there to kind of who's going to be the new Nolan Smith, who's going to be the new Adam Anderson, who's going to replace the Robert Beal scholarship, and so on and so forth. Uh, there are going to be a lot of openings there. I, some, I think we should expect some stellar play out of that outside linebacker group in uh, the 2021 season. Last name on the list is an FSU commit, a three-star offensive lineman. 24-7 Sports is actually reporting that FSU commit uh, Alu Ba will be in town at Georgia on another official visit. This last list, I wanted to show it to you one more time. I kind of verbalized it early in our program, um, but these are the 2022 Georgia commits that, um, to me, those are the guys that are committed and – their version of the word committed means they're not looking around. They're not listening to other schools. They're not checking out other schools. Um, if you're looking for the modern definition of committed, I think uh, the traits and um, the actions uh, that are taking place from those seven young men right there, I think that's something a lot of those, a lot of the, a lot of the fans, a lot of the dog fans on this on this chat, a lot of the dog nation folks that we report for here on this platform. Uh, I think those are the guys that you really think that those are really, really, really some young men that really care strongly about playing for the University of Georgia and still uh, feel very strongly about playing for the uh, University of Georgia. So there you have it. Well, it's a quick look at, hey, who's visiting this weekend? It's a quick look at also at um, top targets and how we think the things that things have changed. I think I've gotten this visit. I think I've gotten this question a bunch. Um, 
out of the ones that have drifted away over the last two or three weeks, who do I think are the most likely uh, to potentially become Bulldogs um, when all is said and done? I would probably go Smoke Bowie, uh, one. Um, second, I would probably I would probably put Evan Stewart second, maybe Walter Nolan third, uh, Bear Alexander four, maybe Mikel Williams, Bear Alexander four or five, flip-flop either of those. You guys wanted a sense of where I think those things are trending right now. That's a, that's a, that's a good effort I can do. Uh, speaking of a good effort, um, when you come back from Kroger, uh, with a cartload and all those bags full of groceries. Uh, I think that's a great effort. Anytime you can, uh, go Krogering. That's what I'll always remember it out of that verb. Uh, let's take a check it. Let's take a second right now, uh, to hear this week's message, that familiar message from those fine folks at Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. Fresh for everyone. Okay, we got we got people uh, hopping and popping in the uh, in the online chat. I see uh, people are wondering about Trey Scott now again, and you, I see people wondering about what happens if Tyree West uh, decides to leave the class. Uh, man, uh, lots of lots of things going on. Uh, sometimes I miss the jokes, guys. I'm sitting here. It's hard to keep up trying to learn how to scroll with all these comments. First of all, guys, I love it that you guys hang out with us every Wednesday night. I love it that everybody's here. Like it's kind of feel like it's all one nation, one world world. Now we've got, um, let, let me just look at this. Let me tell you what I see. So I see if I see a YouTube comment, a Facebook, a YouTube, a YouTube, a YouTube, a Facebook, a Facebook, a Facebook, a Facebook, um, you guys are both putting up points on the board, but it's very interesting. It, to me, it seems like that the comments and questions and concerns are coming equally from YouTube Dog Nation and uh, Facebook Dog Nation as well. Uh, Steve Horwood, no, West Tyree West did not leave the class. Uh, did not leave the class at all. Not trying to get anybody worried about that. I'm just talking about guys that are uh, currently visiting other schools. Um, and like I said at the beginning of the show, I can't put into words how strongly the fact that Tyree West, Michael Williams, and Christian Miller, and even Hoishan Sapp are really looking forward to playing with one another. Um, Crow King, maybe I caught you in your sarcasm font. It's not coming through on the restream yet. Um, but I think I think Scott's abilities as a recruiter, um, as a leader of men, a developer at the position now, but also a guy that just really has a personality that, um, really lands the right way on people. I think that's the best way I can say that. I think he's, uh, I, I think he's quickly evolved into one of the best defensive line recruiters in the SEC. Um, <laughs> Christy, you should like my comment about kissy faces. That's funny. I mean, they're just, you know, I guess, what would you say? Like affectionate? Uh, I wouldn't say playing footsie because I can't, I can't do that about a sport as barbaric as football, but um, let's see. Other things to discuss this week on the show. Glad to see everybody here. We've got some I hate uh, orange 
Uh, we got some Bama folks. We got some uh, COVID uh, interactions going on today. Let's take a look at this. These are some, uh, some we, we call it the online chatter each and every week. Um, here's a couple of the things that I wanted to bring to the attention of you good people, just in case you missed them or didn't miss them, uh, or maybe did miss them. Uh, let's first take a look at the aforementioned Travis Shaw out of the Grimsley Whirlies. Um, he has a top four. Look at that. North Carolina, Clemson, North Carolina, A&T, and Georgia. That is a final four. Uh, I think maybe the biggest things that Georgia have going forward with Travis Shaw is the opportunity. Uh, I think the fact that Bear is no longer in the class is helpful. Uh, I think there's a great, vibrant, strong relationship with a positive, strong, uh, highly intelligent, highly capable young man, charismatic young man like Jalen Walker as well from his home state. Uh, I think those are all very important. I think Georgia has recruited him like a like he's the only guy in the country that knows how to play defensive tackle. They've recruited him like that for quite some time. Um, let's take a look at this. This is the uh, this is a tweet here from uh, N.I. White uh, out of uh, N.I. White out of uh, Imitep in Philadelphia. Of course, there's a strong connection. We kind of bring up every time we mention his name with uh, with uh, Tyke Smith, but. Uh, the hospitality was amazing. You really enjoyed the visit. He appreciate the Georgia coaching staff for the warm welcome. Guys, there's so many stories about how these young men, um, how they feel and how the Georgia staff makes them feel when they show up on campus. It really is. Uh, they somehow find a way to make it a special and unique moment for every young man that comes there, not just the 2022 kids as well. Uh, we mentioned his name earlier in the show, guys, and I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say uh, this is a clean clean look you see Shamar very often Shamar got in the white jersey I think the pose that uh I think that's just a boss move pose is the one where he's right here he's looking down he's in the white he's got the reflective red visor um that's strong that, that, that's just really 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 strong for uh an, an unofficial visit post uh and he got the chance to see a lot of the toys and all the bells and whistles that Georgia has to offer um, we mentioned Michael Williams earlier in the show. Check it out right here. That's his commitment edit. He's got the Trojan sword, um, fight on, committed. Um, what is it? What is it? A lot of Georgia fans were, were saying, <coughs> excuse me, one of the Georgia doing this out on your back porch. Um, but, um, they sense the pattern and some history in the programs between Georgia talented Georgia uh, defensive uh, pass rushers from Columbus that end up going to Southern Cal and then eventually end up coming home. Uh, look at this one right here. I think a lot of people have summed this one up pretty good, but it, look at uh, you see Gunnar Stockton's high school team, Raven County High School. Uh, you see what they did. Uh, they went and won the uh, Georgia Tech 7 on 7. Um, they were they were down in the flats and obviously we we know this for a fact now we know this for a fact now that Gunnar Stockton knows how to throw touchdowns in in historic Bobby Dodd Stadium in Grant Field at historic Grant Field so uh he'll probably throw a lot more touchdowns there in his career uh this is a uh picture here from one of my good friends in the business Jeremy Birmingham this was Jalen Walker down at the future 50 this past weekend you want to talk about athleticism you want to talk about everything uh um Doing everything the right way, impressive athlete. And Jalen Walker just, he rises to the occasion a lot of times when you see him. 
Uh, I did see though, Jalen did. He's not perfect though. I think Jalen did lose a rep to uh, Jalen did lose a rep to uh, talented five star twenty twenty three running back Richard Young. Uh, the last image I want to show you. This is of Shalik Knotts. Shalik was also one of your official visitors this weekend. That's the other talented wide receiver out of North Carolina. Uh, Shalik Knotts is a top seventy five overall prospect, top one hundred overall prospect. Um, Shalik Knotts. Uh, also, had looks like he had a great time. He chose the arm sleeve. He chose the black jersey as well. And he also rocked the number one jersey. All right, guys, let me see. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to see if I can keep up with all these questions. Uh, Crow King makes up a point about why the USC's coach is forever on the hot seat. I think the thing that I think everybody's going to have to learn about USC, and now let's say they get it rolling. If they get it rolling, I'm certain that I'm certain the Coliseum will, will – pack in about 75 85,000 um but the rest of that conference it's going to be really hard to try and feel it like 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 a lot of these young men would feel it in the sec um and uh if they're not winning seven or eight or nine if they're only winning about six or seven then they're going to see a lot of a lot of empty seats in that coliseum for their college football experience um but let's say this though usc ends up with christian miller usc will have corey foreman they would have Michael Williams. All of a sudden, that's a pretty good pass rush in any conference. Let's make sure. Uh, let's make sure. Let's make sure we give them the props on that because uh, the young man, uh, Coach Coach Vic, everybody calls him uh, Vic Soto. He played at BYU. Uh, played some in the NFL. Uh, bounced over from Virginia. He's made an impression on a lot of recruits in the state of Georgia, especially the defensive line recruits. Recruits that are his specialty. Um. Uh, Tennille Cal K. Calvino, I appreciate that sentiment. I do. Uh, that's what I do. That's what I'm here for. Um, let's see. Bear was not impressed. No, Bear was very impressed with a lot of things. Uh, all right, guys. Well, hey, it's another Wednesday night. Uh, I think I tried to cover, I kind of, kind of tried to spin forward what's going to happen this weekend with a lot of big, uh, a lot of big official visits uh, coming up this weekend. Perhaps if one wanted to say, you know, obviously the first weekend of the, of the first weekend, that's up peaches. Obviously the first weekend of the, uh, of June was the mega official visit weekend for uh, the offensive players. Now in de now the defensive equivalent of that would take place on the third weekend in June. There's, there's not a lot of huge major, uh, uh, you know, like for instance, the the, the July twenty third to the twenty fifth week weekend. That's not. I mean, twenty. The next, the fourth weekend in June is uh, not going to be as major as these first three, to say the least. Um, we said we showed that earlier in there. Just look at that, guys. I think the I think the big thing is. Uh, I think the big thing to, to really pay attention to is uh, all those guys coming in from IMG Academy. Folks, I guess, you know, what, what's the things I should say here? And I, I'm not really trying to talk you off the ledge. I'm really trying to just be real is I think the one thing that Georgia fans uh, don't have to worry about anymore is how the staff recruits, especially coming out of a pandemic. Uh, they're going to be very selective in the guys they're trying to bring in. Uh, I think that uh, the most important recruiting for the University of Georgia will take place uh, which would take place with a 20-point win or 14-point win against Clemson in week one, and then maybe a three-touchdown win against uh, Florida in November. And I think the big season, I think showing 
I think showing what they can do, uh, kind of what we've said, what we said when we've spoken to Oscar Delp and both Kojo and Tweet, if Georgia lights that thing up and Georgia uh, becomes a, a prolific offense to go along with that defense and all the players start popping, and I'm talking about maybe – Maybe an Amarius Mims, maybe a Jamari Sawyer, maybe a Kenny McIntosh, and you got James Cook, and you got Zamir White. I think the one thing that this roster has done is it has protected itself so well, where it doesn't have to be that guy, doesn't have to be that guy. But you kind of get the idea that it's going to be one of those four guys. Like offensively, between Justin Robinson and Marcus Rosemi Jackson, and then Jermaine Burton. And, and you keep going on and on and on down the list. You know two of those guys, Kyrus Jackson. Let's always never forget the peerless and um, the so solid Kyrus Jackson. Um, they're going to have playmakers everywhere. And then you see names like Quay Walker that's going to come up and rise up this year. And Jalen Carter, Trayvon Walker, Adam Anderson, Nolan Smith, um, Jalen Kimber, uh, Tyke Smith, going to be a brilliant football player for Georgia this fall. Lewis Seen. I think the list goes on and on. I think the most important recruiting Georgia will do is not going to be with all the toys and the $80 million in upgrades that they're going to show off in June. I think the most important recruiting will come every Saturday, uh, whether these recruits get to see it in person or whether they get to see it uh, on their phones and on their screens. Very big things, um, very impressive things will happen for Georgia in the future. And I don't think these visits – I think as we come come back to normal and a lot of these recruits center themselves after they visited 20 schools in a month, I think we'll see that what kind of mattered to these recruits were the most before is still going to matter to, the, to these recruits once again. Uh, John Freeman, good question. I think Peaches just wants to come out here. And one of my lovely children has currently blocked the door uh, from Peaches coming out here. Um, Peaches is getting a lot of uh, what's up. Go Peaches. Uh, I think Peaches is probably sounding like Georgia fans uh, for me this week. She's like, that's Peaches' version of what's wrong or what's going on with Georgia recruiting. And if you guys have been uh, on this page and on this platform for the years that I know so many of you faces have and so many of you screenshots have, it's going to be a pretty good thing um, in the end. Guys, it's been another uh, dog nation before the hedges. Um, lots going on. Always have lots going on um, with dog nation. DogNation.com. Uh, I'm Jeff Sintel. That's my barking dog, Peaches. Um, I'm going to just throw a uh, Jeremy Barbie. I like that line right there. I want to give a uh, solid shout out to my uh, young son, Kyle. Uh, my young son, Kyle. Kyle Sintel, who's only almost like 5'11", pretty pretty tall for a budding 12-year-old. Uh, his birthday is tomorrow. He turns uh, he turns uh, 13 years of age, so I wanted to give a shout out to uh uh, one of the true five stars in my life, that would be my young son, Kyle. And certainly uh, one of the greatest things I will ever do in this life is to be his father. Um, so, uh, guys, that's been another Before the Hedges. Now, I will not say that one of the greatest things I've ever done in this life is to be that Peaches the dog father right there. That's one thing I will not say. Um, anyway, guys, you guys have a great week. Uh, we'll be on dognation.com writing a lot of stories. I think I got, I got some things to write about A.J. Harris. And uh, Justice Haynes, Richard Young, guys like that to come up real soon. Um, and, uh, <laughs> hey, guys, if you don't mind, yeah, I think Duke the Don is trying to be nice. Uh, 
how about a like? How about a share? Just let the people out there know that you're listening and you like this content. Uh, Nigel Combs, uh, Baggins and Friends, we certainly appreciate those uh, kind words as well. Hey, guys, it's been another Wednesday night. We'll see you guys again on the pages of DogNation.com. Really cool hanging out with everybody, both streams at the same time. Let's go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.